My, my juices flow all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. You know as much as I know. Right now, we've been able to stuff to stuff. The curse is broken. NC State fans, finally. <laughs> finally. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. I mean, that's a triple play. Wolfpack ain't for soft. It ain't for soft people. Good things happen when you listen to Law of the Wolf. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. I'm Joe Giglio, your host. And I said last week that everybody plays a Super Bowl. Well, NC State did. They actually surprised me by winning their Super Bowl, beating Clemson 24-17 to improve to 5-3 and three on the season and 2-2 two and two in league play. This moves them closer to getting back to a bowl game for the ninth time in 11 years under Dave Dorn. And I think it was important to get to the five-win mark to show what your basement is, what your floor is. Previous years, that was three and nine. That was four and eight for Dave Dorn. I thought going into this season, it might be one of those down years. And when you look at the talent on the roster, it's turned out to be one of those down years. But you know what? Five and three right now, that's pretty good. And even if they lose out, which I actually don't think is going to happen, five and seven, not a bad situation to be in when that is your down year. And I think, I know it's a fine point to make, but I feel like it's an important one for Dave Doran to show that type of progress because now you want to build up and show what you can be in those third and fourth years of cycles, which, you know, who knows what will happen in the world of NIL, but I do think it is important to show the type of progress that NC State has made in years like this. I started by saying, when you listen to what I say on this podcast, good things will happen. NC State did just that last week in beating Clemson. After having 21 penalties in their two losses in league play to Louisville and Duke, they had two penalties, two total penalties. They weren't penalized until the end of the third quarter, which was a face mask in the red zone, which really didn't hurt them. And then they had one procedural penalty, two total penalties for six yards, none of them by the offensive line. So good job by Dave Doran in shuffling that line, making the adjustments in that open date, realizing what was wrong, and then going to work and trying to fix it. Going back even before on the season, uh, NC State was a plus two in turnover margin in this game. When NC State and Dave Doran are on the plus side of the turnover margin, particularly in ACC play, they give themselves a chance to win football games. That's exactly what they did. In short, don't beat yourself. And I think the same things will apply to this week's game against Miami. This is not going to shock some of you, but I don't love NC State's chances in this game. It just feels like a bad matchup, and it's not because of a hangover. It's not because of an emotional letdown. Uh, I enjoyed, actually, again this week, Dave Doran's messaging where he wanted his players to practice and prepare as if they had just lost. And I, we've talked about that on this podcast, that NC State does better coming off of a loss. NC State does better when people doubt them. And I, you saw the raw emotion from Dave Dorn on the field after the win. Maybe, maybe, Ill, uh, maybe misguided, right? Or picking the wrong target in Steve Smith, uh, of just a guest picker on ESPN's game day. But, you know... Sometimes you got to find the slights, whether they're perceived or real, and use them to motivate your team. And, and obviously, Dave Doran was emotional and fired up, and, and both on the field and the, the CW interview. Shouts to my guy, Tom Wormy. 
and and James Bates holding it down. I thought they did a great job last week with the state and Clemson broadcast. Uh, but also, I just thought Dave was, you know, and then in the post game, he he was again expounding and kind of doubling down on this idea that NC State's not getting the credit. And I think, you know, he's in year eleven. He's now matched the school record for uh, overall wins. Yes, there's more games per season now than there were back when Earl Edwards was the coach. Uh, but it's different eras, different times. And if you've won the most games in school history, you you deserve to celebrate that. And I think that's part of what Dave's looking for here is continually looking for respect. He obviously could have made it easier on himself by winning the division or winning an ACC title or winning 10 games in the year or getting to a major bowl game. These are all milestones that typically earn a program recognition. But I think the longevity part of this is one that Dave's kind of trying to hone in on. How many guys have made it to year 11? Look around the league. It's him, Dabo Sweeney, and Dave Clawson over at Wake Forest. And obviously, those those two regularly get their respect, although Dabo's kind of working through it right now. But if you're NC State, don't beat yourself. You cut down on the penalties, eliminate the turnovers, and you put yourself in a position to win. That's the good thing. The other part of this equation was really identifying Kevin Concepcion as their top playmaker. And sure, we can go back and look at the other games and see where he has been the, the most targeted player. Uh, we mentioned from the Marshall game where he started getting involved in the running game. I thought that was a good, a good thing, a good move by Robert and I. The two plays, the 50-yard run, the 70-yard touchdown, I thought they were both 70-yard uh, pass. I thought those were both plays where NC State decided here. We need to let our best player try to make a play in space, which they did, and he did. I think that's still the right move going forward. Obviously, you want your best players to be your best player. I wonder how many games you're going to be able to pop those kind of plays. That's where the matchup portion of this comes in. That's where my uh, trepidation comes in and my skepticism maybe even for this game. Again, I don't look at Miami as some sort of juggernaut. I mean, this is not you know 2001 Miami rolling up in here. But they weren't in 2020 either, and they weren't in 2021 either. And NC State lost both of those games, and they lost both of them in close games. And I think ultimately Miami is strong up front on the offensive side, which is something that Mario Cristobal, that's an identity that he's tried to bring from his time in Alabama and Oregon to Miami. And Miami forever has had a strong defensive front. I think they're always going to have a strong defensive front. This is the last hurdle here. For Dave Dorn, he he can't get the wins over Maryland back. And even though he tried in the in the Mayo Bowl last year, Maryland's gone. My, Miami is the only ACC team that he hasn't beaten, and there's a reason for that. I just think up front, Miami has been better. I think Miami has more talent in general than what NC State has, and Dave struggles against teams that are more talented than his. I think this is going to come down to which team is going to be able to run the football, and that's where my skepticism and that's where my doubts come in. Miami is a team, like I said, crystal ball from Oregon and before that, Alabama has really been more of a Big Ten type coach than a Pac-12 coach or even an ACC coach. He's tried to forge that identity at Miami. They've had uh, mixed success on that front this season. You know, the Miami team that played against Texas A&M and ran the ball, uh, excuse me, not against Texas A&M, the Miami team that against Temple had 323 yards. Uh, the 211 against Clemson, you know, that's the team you're looking out for. The one that went to Carolina had 91, the one against Texas A&M that had 77. You know, they they can be had up front for sure, 
But that's that's where my concern is for NC State. I, I wonder if defensively they'll be able to hold up against a team that wants to run the football. If we're looking at a common looking at teams that have looked like what Miami wants to do, I think Notre Dame is on that list. I don't know if they have a, a back of estimates quality, but they still have talented players. And I think ultimately in a, on a cold night game, I think NC State will be emotional, uh, but I do think ultimately Miami will be able to run the football and that will be the difference in this game. But my pessimism is can be counterbalanced by what I like to call true believers. Josh Goodson, RTP Mortgage, is one of those true believers. He is going to join me here on Law of the Wolf in just a minute. Also have a, a great interview that Joe Ovius and I did down at the ACC tip-off event down in Charlotte. We were able to catch up with Casey Morsell. Casey Morsell going into his final year with the basketball program on the men's side. He is a Virginia transfer. Uh, so we asked him a, a few fun questions about that, which he will endear himself to here on the Law of the Wolf. But also he had an internship in the spring with Empire Eats, Empire Eats, Empire Properties. That's Greg Hatem big supporter of NC State. And if you don't know, we record in the Eford Studios, which is part of the Empire Properties empire, if you will, that Greg has here in downtown Raleigh. So we are, uh, we could never repay or thank Greg enough for helping us out and getting this pod, the OG media company, off the ground. Speaking of people that we owe, Wings Over, all of our college football conversations this year are brought to you by Wings Over Raleigh, Wings Over Greenville, Wings Over Chapel Hill, Ryan Malley and his crew, they know what they're good at. Wings, tenders, waffle fries, tots. Seriously, I just gave you the whole menu. When you know what you're good at, you don't mess around with anything else. And Ryan Malley has the best wings anywhere. So good that I'm telling you, next Tuesday we're doing the Our Wings Are Better Than Yours when the Canes take on the Buffalo Sabres over at PNC Arena. So do me a favor, order on wingsover.com. There's free parking here in Raleigh, right there on Hillsborough Street. Free parking order, wingsover.com. Go pick up your order, and I guarantee you, you will enjoy any of the choices that you take. Regular buffalo, which is unbelievable. Sweet chili, one of my favorites, and one of my new favorites, the mesquite rub. All good stuff. That's wingsover, wingsover.com. Big thanks to Hometown Realty for supporting the OG Media Company. Can't do this without Barry Woodard and his crew at Hometown Realty. And if you're trying to get into the real estate market in the Triangle or from here to the coast, six locations, more than 250 agents, they have an awesome website. It's myhdr.com. Buy, sell. They make it very simple and efficient and effective. And a big part of that is they get you into that new construction. And a big part of that is their expertise. The family at Hometown Realty is going to take care of you with your number one investment. So check them out. It's myhtr.com, buying, selling, no matter what you're trying to do in this real estate market, get the experts to help you. And that's what they are at Hometown Realty. Again, it's myhtr.com. You know, once you close on that house, you're going to need someone to help you. You're going to need Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer, Whitaker and Hamer, attorneys at law. Catch them at wh.lawyer. Doesn't get any easier than that. wh.lawyer. Closing on a house, selling a business. Maybe you've had a traffic uh, citation or two in the last few months. That would be me. My bad. My bad. Uh, solve some of your problems. Go to Whitaker and Hamer. 
Josh Whitaker, big state fan. Whitaker and Hamer, it's wh.lawyer. Joining me now on the Heaster Automotive Group hotline is the yin to my yang, the true believer to my pessimism, Josh Goodson, Josh Goodson, RTP Mortgage, rtpmortgage.com. Josh, you are a state fan who is generally optimistic. You are a state fan who likes to communicate with me and call me a hater. And I think it's important in weeks like this where you could sit here and go, see, Joe, NC State's got five wins. See, Joe, you were worried they weren't going to make a bowl game this year. And I think it is fair. Sometimes you have to have a voice, uh, the dissenting opinion, because you know already that I'm, I'm, I don't think NC State is going to win this football game this week. And it's got nothing to do with like NC State shit. It's got nothing to do with even a law of the wolf. I just think this is a bad matchup for State. And I look at Miami and the way that they play. I look at their offensive line. I look at their defensive line. And I I don't like the matchup. And I think we've seen this before. Dave Doran, there's there's two ACC teams. Dave Doran's never beaten. Maryland's one of them. He'll never get another crack at Maryland in, in league play, at least. Uh, although he did see that. Him in the mayonnaise. You're right. You're right. <laughs> he did lose to him in the mayonnaise bowl last year. Miami's the other. Pandemic years, 20 and 21 lose at home in a game where Derek King just goes bonkers mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter of that football game. They end up losing at home. And then the next year down in uh, the fake orange bowl, they end up losing a game that cost them the ACC championship that year. In my opinion, um, in, in a game, you just can't lose to Manny Diaz really under any circumstance, let alone in a game down there where that team was just openly ready to quit on Manny Diaz and eventually did. Um, but I, I need to start learning to let, letting go of past sins by Dave's teams. I just don't like the matchup this week, Josh. Can you, can you try to talk me out of my, my stance here that I think NC State's going to lose this game to Miami? Well, you know, what's funny is that we talk a lot. And one of my big things is which team on paper has the most dudes, most talent. Yeah. And I think that's in state's problem with Miami. Generally state year in, year out, is probably going to have equal or better talent than Florida State, Miami, throw in North Carolina, and Clemson. Those are maybe the four, as it sits right now, that they don't. And so... They have more talent than State. Those four. Those teams usually have more talent than State, for the most part. And Dave teams beat a lot of teams that they are equal to or more talented than and rarely beat the teams that are more talented than them. So I think from a just pure speed, this has never been a good matchup. Oddly enough, I went back and looked at a couple of the games recently when they played. State loves to press. They love to, like, send pressure and leave your guys out on the island. It's kind of not good to do that whenever – Miami hasn't been great recently, but they still got a bunch of dudes that can run four three forties on the outside and get behind people and just win one-on-one battles, which they beat State a lot just doing that, just their wide receivers being better than their secondary. It's probably state's best secondary cornerback group that they've had under Dorn and, and Gibson, I would think, overall. I like the way the defense is playing. It feels like they've shored up some of the, the big play things, which was killing them early on in the year. Peyton Wilson um, running around like an animal. Um, the Sean Brown dude playing linebacker last week. I think he's actually come into his own after early in the year. He didn't play well. 
And for this week's particular, I love the spot. Not so much that State is in, but I love it that the spot that Miami's in in the sense that came off two really, really, really bad, uh, two really, really good wins, but in overtime where they had to pour it out, they have Florida State next week. I like the night game. I think State got confidence from last week. Had State lost last week, I would not be picking State this week. Okay. I Here's the thing. I agree with you about the night start. I agree with you about being cold. In general, Miami does not play well when it's no. cold. That's not. They're not a team that loves the elements. I, I agree with that. However, Mario Cristobal has built this particular team because last year I think they quit on them too. I think they built this year on up front, their offensive line, running the football, and same thing with their defensive front. They always have a, a quality defensive front. So I think they're more equipped to play in this environment. The one thing that I'll say about NC State that I liked about last week, and I don't, I don't think there's like an emotional letdown. I don't think there's any of that stuff. I actually think what they did in the way that they won last week is actually sustainable mm-hmm. because it was, hey, let us not have 21 total penalties in the two ACC losses. They had two total penalties last week. And it was also, you know, Kevin Concepcion's our best player. We should really make an effort to get him the ball in space and make an effort to give him the ball and let him make plays. And I, I think those are two things you can look at and go, A, to Robert and I, good job, way to go. Good, good work getting our best player in the ball. And B, you go to the rest of the offense and you go, see, we changed the offensive line. We benched a couple guys. We cut down on those penalties. Hey, th- this is the way that we have to play. And if you want to win and you want to put yourself in a position to, you know, not just go six and six and make a bowl, but actually maybe win seven or eight games, this is the way to do it. So that part of it, I do find encouraging. I just think it's a bad matchup. I mean, that's just, that's just the way I look at this one. Um, Emotionally, I do wonder where Miami is, but they did again. They won both of those overtime games. You start thinking now you're playing with house money a little bit, but I also think they won those games against Virginia and Clemson the same way by just being better up front than those other two teams. State can't get down early. I don't think they can chase. Last week was like a perfect game script, and we joke on like sometimes like a Dave Dorn's like dream scenario get the lead mm-hmm. and just sit on it but but that's how this team has got to win right now that's how they're going to win right now go get a lead trust your defense throw in a special you know throw in either a special teams or a, or a defensive touchdown just make punt make make kicks whenever they're presented to you punt the ball i think they're state's punters actually been really really yeah. good this year too. Winchester. yeah he's the, the punting pros man like the, the, to your point the little things that you kind of have to like the things that you can control they like finally control look like they controlled them last yeah. week. And that's like what they have to do again this week. I agree with you that also you got to get conception the ball, but it also looked like it was one of the few times that they, they schemed up stuff. To, so MJ did not have to do anything crazy either. Right. Conception's first was it his first touchdown where he caught the ball in the flat. Yeah. He, uh, he was wide open. And they rolled out MJ Morris to the right. And it's like, make it easier for you. Yep. Right. Best player is wide open. We schemed that play up that the best player is wide open. And they did a few other, a couple other plays like that during the game. I think they finally dumbed it down enough for him of, of just, hey, here's how we're going to win games. It's going to be called, you're not, we're not going to put you in positions that you have to throw a lot of balls and you have to throw into tight windows. Your, your guys are going to be open. If they're not open, you're going to throw it away or run it, run it and just take. Take the loss, take the, take the, you know, third, you know, the long fourth down plays that are going to come out of that and punt the ball away and go on to the next play. 
I think it's all about the first quarter, first half. State can get out to a lead. Like yeah, if, if, keep if that if, confidence, hold on to that confidence. Hold on yeah. to the confidence, but if they're down, I, I just don't trust them if they're down two scores to 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 fight to come back on that. And I don't know if Miami's got that in them either. They haven't played well right. in the last couple of weeks either. They've played well in one, which is not a bad place to be at, but we'll see. State played smart last week. You can be smart with your home loan and your mortgage by contacting Josh Goodson at RTP Mortgage. It's rtpmortgage.com. Give them a call, 252-361-1415. Look, we get it. It's not the, the rates aren't great right now, but the, the real estate market itself, home values are there. And sometimes you have to make moves earlier than, than you want to. But you, the, the beauty of RTP Mortgage, Josh, is you can always go back and refi when those rates come down. But the most important thing here is you don't know what you have until you look, understand all of your options. The best thing to do is get in contact with Josh Goodson at RTP Mortgage. Am I allowed to dream, Joseph? If I, if I get a Virginia Tech win in Louisville this weekend? Oh, no. Oh, well, let me, let me finish the ad, though. NMLS number 1569995. Again, Josh Goodson, RTP Mortgage, rtpmortgage.com. All right, let's get into your dreams. And also, I do want one quick basketball take from you before we go to this interview that Joe and I did with Casey Marcel from ACC Tipoff. Give me your dream first. Well, so the top two teams in the league make the ACC championship the year. No, no, no more divisions. It's weird. Right. There's two. There's two teams with one one conference loss, and then there's six teams with two conference losses. It's it's pretty wild and pretty wide open. Louisville's gonna. I mean, Virginia Tech's going to go to Louisville this weekend and win, and then it's just going to be all – It's the whole league is wide open. State wins. they got to go to Blacksburg in a couple weeks. That's my dream. I, I just want – I need Louisville to lose this week so I can keep this hope up for the rest of the month. Oh, because you think Virginia Tech, if they beat Louisville, won't have any confidence and won't close this thing out? Not at all. I, okay. just, I just want to see the parity you know, happen as well. All right, that's fair. That's fair. One um, basketball thing. Um, yeah, basketball last night. You were there. Uh, we were both there. Dad was there. We watched a little bit of that first half. I, I think states probably deeper than they were last year. I, I'm not sounds, so sure about. I think they actually point. have legit ten or eleven guys who could be on the court in an ACC basketball game, and and we are not at a at a. We're not just throwing out trash. If that makes any sense, I, I don't yeah. think. I think they have 11 guys they can put on the court at any time, and you're like, okay, this is not going to be awful. We're not just going to lose a 10-point lead within a minute. That being said, and I don't know if we were going to ever see it against Mount Olive anyways. I don't know <laughs> if they have any dudes. You need, like, not dudes in the sense of, like, just the um, best player on the court, but, like, I know it's cliche. Everybody needs a guy who's going to get the ball when you're down. You need to go get a bucket. And who do you trust doing that? Last year they had two of them, Turquavion, Jarkel. I didn't see that last night. Now, also, I don't think that that game was going to be the time when you were going to see it necessarily either. So maybe I'll give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt. But that's the one. That's the one thing that I was worried about that I took away last night, being like, hmm, are they going to have somebody that they can trust late in the game? And I don't know that. Yeah, it'll be an interesting basketball season. Looking forward to next week. Scott Wood will be here back on Law of the Wolf. You need so to get him to answer his his uh, question from his tweet that he <laughs> okay. said about right. Bobby Knight. That was interesting. And he's being a little weird about he's being weird about not 
not giving the other people. Well, he he needs me there to to prod and poke him along, so we'll make it work. And Josh, appreciate you taking the time. And actually, uh, we'll we'll be sitting together at least for the first half of this Miami game before I freeze to death and decide to tap out and uh, go back to yeah, the RV. Not good at the fire in the RV. Go back to the fire you're, part the RV. The, you're part of the problem. You are actually part of the problem. <laughs> it's me. It's me. Hi, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the problem. <laughs> Nothing else. All right, man. Appreciate you taking some time. And uh, I will see you Saturday night. See you. Eight o'clock start. You know there's only one way I'm going to make it through this football game on Saturday at Carter Finley Stadium. That's right. I'm going over to the breeze through. Trinity, Edwards Mill, right there across from Carter Finley Stadium. Yes, get your gas there. Yes, get all of your tailgate needs there. Most importantly, get those high-protein snacks, right? A little healthy, a little natural energy. Also, the dark roast coffee. Can't live without it. There's a breeze through near you. Go check it out. This just so happens to be the home base. Breeze through right there across from the arena in Carter Finley Stadium. Thanks to Adam and his group, man. We, we could not do this podcast without their support. And I will not be able to make it through this football game without the dark roast at breeze through. They are truly big, a big part of the OG media company. Speaking of OGs, there's only one OG OG. It's Hayes Lancaster, Mosquito Authority, Pest Authority. Year three for a Law of the Wolf NC State podcast. Year three with Mosquito Authority, Pest Authority. Here's what you do. Go to bugsbite.com. Punch in that zip code. You're going to see all kinds of savings. Yeah, maybe the bugs are going away. But now that it's cold, the mice want to get in your house. And also underneath your house, moisture. You're going to need that 360 moisture barrier. For real, protect the number one investment, which is your home. Go to bugsbite.com. Check it out. You'll find all the deals right there. And again, big thanks to Hayes Lancaster, Mosquito Authority, Pest Authority. And who doesn't want to be swagged out to the max for every trip to Carter Finley Stadium this year? Maybe for basketball season, you want to look good at PNC Arena. Go get that NC State merch. It's at Home Field Apparel. That's homefieldapparel.com. You'll see all of the hats, sweatshirts, t-shirts, pants, golf shirts, you name it, they have it. Home Field Apparel, homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code OG23 and save 15% on your first order. Again, that's homefieldapparel.com or you can download the app. Easy to use, great selection, great quality, Home Field Apparel. Thank you for supporting us here at Law of the Wolf. Casey Morsell hanging out with us here at ACC Tip-Off. Um, we have something in common. He's a Wolfpack basketball player, but that's, that's, that's not, not, what, that's not, not what it is. And it's not the fact that you're at NC State and Joe and I are NC State grads. Yep. Nope. has nothing to do with anything. And it's not because of our basketball skills, because we don't have any. Although, Joe, <laughs> yeah, you we might. definitely don't have that in common. Yeah. No, we don't have that. Uh, but we, we have a relationship with Empire Properties. Oh, man, that's awesome. Awesome. You were, an in, world. you were an intern? <laughs> yeah, I was. Um, yeah, because, you know, after after basketball, um, that's definitely a route I want to go into is commercial real estate. Okay. Um, and uh, I met Greg um, around this time last year. It was at a, a courtside dinner that we had with, with, with all of our, you know, courtside members. And, um, you know, he honestly, I had no clue who he was. Okay. I, I didn't know. He yeah. likes it that way. He yeah. likes to just, yeah, he's just kind of in the shadows. Be in the background. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Um, and it just so happened that he was like, oh, wow, small world. Like, just the same way this all started. Mm -hmm. Oh, small world. And 
um, you know, it all, you know, it grew into, okay, like, you know, let's, 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 let's talk about it. Let's talk about, you know, um, how you want to go about it. And um, from that point on, it snowballed into, okay, how about we, we, we bring you in and you see how, how we do things. What is it about commercial real estate that intrigued you? Yeah, well, honestly, um, I'm from the... Uh, the Washington D.C. area. Okay. Um, so uh, you things know, are expensive there. <laughs> it is, and it's gone up big yeah, time. Yeah, man. Um, but I mean, that's you know, I feel like as as a kid, it, it all kind of just started into you know, like that's that's what I love. Like I, I love owning um, things of 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 like property. Um, mm -hmm. That's been one of my biggest goals of mine. I'm not into the the clothes and the you know the, the shoes and, and different things. Um, I, you know, with with what I have and my values, I'd much rather go and, and, and buy property instead of So what you're saying materials. is, what you're saying is that nobody should play you in Monopoly? <laughs> no, no one should play me. <laughs> no one should play me. But you spent some time downtown then in our, in our area on Fayetteville Street there. Yeah, actually, I think I may have seen you guys' Now look familiar. Yeah. Okay. Uh -oh. it's, it's coming together. <laughs> it's all coming, coming together. together. But, yep, but, yep, yep. I've but seen listen, it. this is important because my guess is you had a Empire Eats gift card at some point this summer. So, so what was your go-to order at the Raleigh Times? What is your go-to order at the Raleigh Times? Um, wow, I've had a sprinkle of everything, but, uh, no. you know. <laughs> but uh, He has one answer. One uh, answer there's only one wants. correct answer here. I would, I would say the Philly cheese sub. Ooh, that is good. That is delicious. Yeah, That's you, a good one. <laughs> What's the nachos. Yours? He's all about the nachos. Okay, yeah, nachos. Yep, yep. The fresh yeah, yeah. jalapeno. Ooh, yeah. Is the answer. I, I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Do you get That's uh, up there. the cucumber salad or do you get the french fries or chi the homemade chips too? I, I get the homemade chips. Okay. Yeah, I, I love the chips. Um, yeah, they put like a they put like a little seasoning on those chips. Yeah. yeah I don't know yeah. what that magic stuff is, but it's good. Because I know it what is. you're talking about. It's crazy that Greg's good at a lot of different things. It it's is. wild how that he works is. out. So. He is, yeah, man. Hopefully, um, you had a chance in that internship to learn a little bit from him. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, like in, in in the intern, like you just learn. You know, I met with accounting, uh, leasing, uh, you name it. Uh, just that whole every department in, in Empire, um, I've, I've built a, a relationship with, and still to this day, you know, because I'm still involved with, you know, uh, getting a deal or having an NIO deal with the pit. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, so the marketing team and, and me, we're always in constant communication on, you know, promoting it and, and necessarily how to go about it. And then also they helped me with the camp that I had um, this past summer. Oh, nice. I had a basketball camp and, um, you know, it was a one day camp and they catered and mm -hmm. it also helped, you know, put an empire around it. in terms So of stuff. hold up. What you're telling me is that a college age guy can balance <laughs> doing, you know, NIL stuff, you know, camp. Yeah. You can handle all those internship things? class. Well, can you, can okay. you sense well, you're a graduate you, already. Yeah, I, I graduated. Can you sense the sarcasm okay. in my voice? <laughs> I graduated, um, you know, and I, I did the internship like right after the season ended, yeah. and uh, it was, uh, you know, I didn't have basketball. Right, mm -hmm. the season had just ended, and all I was just doing, you know, I declared for the draft, but at that point of the process, I was just talking and on the phone with mm -hmm. you know different different people i wasn't necessarily going and working out so yeah. i had a lot of free time so all i had was just school and that so but that's I, overall good that's overall good process though to what yeah i'm gonna what? give casey a chance to endear himself to nc state students and graduates everywhere <laughs> which, which was the harder school 
Oh man, oh, why geez. you do that to me? Because everybody says it's super hard to get into Virginia. Yeah. But then once you're in Virginia, it's like, hey man, we got to protect these people because yeah, our graduation rate is like 99. <laughs> percent NC State's graduation rate is like 62. percent Because it's like, hey, yeah. Oh, you're an engineer. Cool. We're failing you out. Like we're getting <laughs> rid of you on purpose. I am one of this those one, people. Right yeah, here. That's yeah, why yeah. I'm doing this. <laughs> All right. So. so Honestly, I would say NC State's harder, honestly. Uh, for me, personally, like, I mean, and honestly, okay, I'm going to say this. I was at UVA when, you know, was, I was a freshman, sophomore. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, I didn't. Taking didn't general have, classes. Yeah, gotcha. I was taking general general classes. But, uh, you know, I did poli sci at, at NC State, and uh, it, it gave me a run for my money, for sure. <laughs> All right, okay, so you appreciate it, man. Yeah, Thanks man, for the chat. Thank you, guys. Good luck this season. Awesome, man. Yeah. Wolfpack 8 for soft. It ain't for soft people.